Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest hey, Andrew. Hello, Edwin. Happy Valentine's Day. Well, happy Valentine's Day, my friend. Yes, I love you, brother. I love you, too. I'm so glad that we get to spend Valentine's Day talking about the text. It's a wonderful way to start the day. <laughs> Maybe the day. Do you think that covers the PSA that everybody who's listening remembers? Oh, no. <laughs> you know, what's funny is those couples that tell us we love to sit there and listen to text talk together. And Which one of them is dying on the inside right now? <laughs> Don't. I'm still smiling. Don't let her know. Don't let her know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go get something later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I've got to step out for a minute. You're going to love it. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, Psalm 77, and we're, we're going to talk about some relational stuff today, I think. So We are, absolutely. <laughs> well, you know, we actually are, and so we can build the bridge and just be very timely and relatable, because that's what we do here. That's what we do. Go ahead. Why don't you, what are you going to read from yes, the New King James I've got today? the New King James, Psalm 77, to the chief musician, to Jejuthun, a psalm of Asaph. I cried out to God with my voice, to God with my voice. And he gave ear to me. In the day of my trouble, I sought the Lord. My hand was stretched out in the night without ceasing. My soul refused to be comforted. I remembered God and was troubled. I complained and my spirit was overwhelmed. You hold my eyelids open. I am so troubled that I cannot speak. I have considered the days of old, the years of ancient times. I call to remembrance my song in the night. I meditate within my heart, and my spirit makes diligent search. Will the Lord cast off forever, and will he be favorable no more? Has his mercy ceased forever? Has his promise failed forevermore? Has God forgotten to be gracious? Has he in anger shut up his tender mercies? And I said, this is my anguish. But I will remember the years of the right hand of the Most High. I will remember the works of the Lord. Surely I will remember your wonders of old. I will also meditate on all your work and talk of your deeds. Your way, O God, is in the sanctuary. Who is so great a God as our God? You are the God who does wonders. You have declared your strength among the peoples. You have with your arm redeemed your people, the sons of Jacob and Joseph. The waters saw you, O God. The waters saw you. They were afraid. The depths also trembled. The clouds poured out water. The sky sent out a sound. Your arrows also flashed about. The voice of your thunder was in the whirlwind. The lightnings lit up the world. The earth trembled and shook. Your way was in the sea, your path in the great waters, and your footsteps were not known. You led your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. What a fantastic psalm. And we, we had some a good conversation yesterday about really how helpful this is in the moments when my soul refuses to be comforted. One of the things about this psalm, and, and of course, I don't know how many of us listening can remember yesterday's translation and today's all the time, but this is one of those psalms where there are some um, difficulties 
Yes. Some, some some vague things, some struggles about, okay, wait a minute, how's this supposed to work? So there are some there are some verses where there come up some some significant differences between the translations mm-hmm. as as different translators are trying to make choices about, okay, wait a minute, what 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 direction is this one going? What does the word mean here? What word is yeah. here sometimes? And that's this so, is one of those psalms that have that. Yeah. N- now none of them make a difference ultimately in the meaning of the psalm. But some some of the wording comes out a little bit different. So we are yeah. going to see some significant differences. So if you picked up on that as we yeah. were reading here in the New King James today from what I read yesterday in the SV, that's what's going on. Yeah, All that's way above my pay grade. Mm-hmm. I, I can tell you what some of the commentators said about those differences, but that that's really all above my pay grade. But I think we still come down to some really good things that we can learn from this that we'll be talking about. Oh, of course. Of yeah. course. So, oh, yeah. Well, I was just going to say, one of them that we were wanting to highlight today is that that interplay mm-hmm. of when I am focusing on myself, mm. I, 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 me, 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 yeah. it takes me to a very different place spiritually yeah. than when I am keeping my focus upon God, you, oh God, or yeah. my great God. Yeah. And I mean, that's that's really something to explore. Yeah. One of the things in the Psalm is that it's there's apparently two different sections. I mean, it's like you, you almost have uh, a person speaking from two minds. It's like mm-hmm. on the one hand and on the other hand, in, in, in my one mind and now in my other mind. And it's uh, for the, the first half of the Psalm up to verse 10 is despairing, uh, fearful, doubting, struggling. I mean, even to the point, and this is one of the things in this psalm that I find fascinating, in verses 7 through 9, it's it's doubting even God's own declaration of his name. You yeah. Know, the, this the, this certainly loving, compassionate. Goodness. Yeah. But the, these terms all go back to that when God reveals his name. He's mm-hmm. the loving, compassionate God, merciful and gracious, slow to anger. And you've got all of these things going on in here. Has he shut, excuse me, has he in anger shut up his compassion? Going against that slow to anger. Has God forgotten to be gracious where God had said, he, you know, he's merciful and gracious has his steadfast love right. forever ceased. That's that that yeah. Hesed that you know the loyal love right. has it ceased. It's it's all and so here is has is the doctrine of God wrong? Mm. I just bring that up because uh, a couple of weeks ago we got to record and actually I think if I'm if I'm lining up my dates right, um, it should be dropping on Kenny Embry's podcast this week, balancing the Christian life. Just a discussion we had about the Psalms, yeah. And one, and you know, some of the questions were, what do we get out of the Psalms? Why is it good to study the Psalms? And one of the things I thought about was, you know, one of the best things about studying the Psalms is I find people who have the same troubles I have sometimes, sure, and yet they hang on to faith. Mm-hmm. They yeah. hang on to faith. Yeah. We've got lots of uh, lots of times that doubts come up for me. Yeah. For you, for people I've talked to, whether it's doubts because of how people have treated me, doubts because of what's going on in the world, doubts because of the things the enemies say, yeah. or maybe it's just even doctrinal doubts. Here's the doctrine that I see, and I'm not sure that it's actually right. Well, here's a psalm where there's somebody struggling with the doctrine of God, and yet, what do they do? They don't give up on God. They hang on to God. And I think that's one of the fascinating things, and I think we see it here. We can we can find psalms that talk about when my friends betray me, and we can find psalms that talk about when, when life is just going awry. And here we find a psalm with someone doubting the doctrine of God mm. in Scripture. You know, we, we can go to a paragraph in Scripture, and they're saying, I'm not sure that one's right. Yeah. I'm struggling with that one. Okay. You're, if 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 you've ever felt like that, Andrew, I know I have. Anybody listening, 
I want everyone to know we can get into the Psalms and we can find people who have been through what we've been through, but we can also watch them do it and hang on to their faith. I appreciate that so much. These are the kind of questions that come up when uh, Christians deal with the big questions like, you know, the problem of evil. How is it that there can be this all-powerful God who is a benevolent God? He's a good God, this God revealed in Scripture, creator God. But at the same time, there's evil in this world. Mm -hmm. And how do you contemplate all that? Um, what this psalm does, I think, is give voice to that ar uh, argument, question, doubts, yes. right? Mm -hmm. But in a way that never, again, never doubts that there is a God there. Yeah. It's, it's even as these questions are framed, uh, he's not acting in the way at that moment we perceive consistent with mm -hmm. his revelation. Yeah. Uh, and the, you know that's something to work through at times. So how, the the psalmist in dealing with it now now closing the loop on what you brought up a minute ago, the the focus on self versus the focus on God in that first half up to verse ten. Notice how often it's I I I me 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 my my my. Yes. You know one one of the things that we find in both sides of this psalm is. I remembered and I meditated. Mm -hmm. And in the first half, my remembering and my meditating just prompts me to be more miserable. Hey, but, go ahead. To that end. Yeah. Like verse four. How does your verse four read with the ESV? You hold my eyelids open. I am so troubled that I cannot speak. Okay. It, that is the same. You hold my eyelids open. I'm so troubled that I cannot speak. Uh -huh. I'm trying to get a hold on this idiom okay. of holding the eyelids open. Is this the idea that I'm so vexed? By God Himself, yeah, I can't sleep. I can't sleep. Yeah, and which, I can't speak. Which is which is prompted by that remembrance and meditation of verse three. Okay. So in verse three, and I I know you're, you're the New King James had a little bit different wording, but when I remember God, I moan. When I meditate, my spirit faints. Yeah, and so here here's this. Even when I'm trying to think about God. It, it causes me to moan and mourn, and I, and I'm fainting. But I, even though my spirit faints and I'm exhausted. I can't sleep. So that's what's, I think that's what's interesting to me right now, or I don't know, challenging to me. It seems like the psalmist is saying, but I'm, I'm doing the right stuff, aren't I? <laughs> I'm trying to do this meditation thing. Yeah. I'm trying to think about God in the good ways, mm -hmm. but I, I can't sleep. I can't speak. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, what, did, what did the New King James say in verse six? Six is, I call to remembrance. My song in the night, I meditate within my heart, and my spirit makes diligent search. So again, I okay. So again, putting the pen in what you brought up earlier, how it begins with the I I I I, 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 yeah. I am trying to remember, but what's the focus of my memory? The focus of my memory is about me, what I experienced. Mm. You know, days used to be good for me. Yeah. I used to have nights where I could sing songs of joy and praise, and I remember that. Yeah. But now I don't have that. And, and so now when I think of God, I'm thinking about how you're doing all these awful things to mm -hmm. me because what I'm focused on is me and my experiences and my feelings. Then we get to verse 10 and I will admit verse 10 is one of those that has some of the real vagueness in it, which mm. produces some really different translations. Okay. The, I mean, we'll just, just to show it here, read yours in the new King James again, verse and, 10. And I said, this is my anguish. But I will remember the years of the right hand of the Most High. Yeah. So the ESV, then I said, I will appeal to this, to the years of the right hand of the Most High. Hmm. So th there's just a couple of questions about multiple words in right. that verse. So yeah. it comes off very different. 
But but whatever that particular verse means, the psalm as a whole, what we find here is a hinge. Correct. Something happens right. in this verse that that swings from all this life is awful, I can't sleep, I can't speak, you know, I'm wondering if God is with me. But in the last half, it's very different. Yes. Now, he does go on to say, I will remember. Now yeah, we're back verse to the remembering 11, right. and the meditating in verse 11 and 12. But notice in verse 12, I will meditate on your mighty deeds. And from then on out, it's you, 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 your, 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 you're great. You're awesome. You've done amazing things. Here's what you did. Here's here's what yeah. you accomplished. And as he focuses on God instead of on himself, the tone changes and shifts. So one of the things the things that um, some of the symbolism to unpack. I definitely see that when he thinks on the mighty deeds of God, uh, you've got the parting of the Red Sea. Sure. Moses and Aaron, you know, leads them through. And so you've got that wonderful Exodus imagery. So much time is spent on talking about the water, though, and how yeah. God goes over the water. And I, mm-hmm. I s- am aware or have a growing awareness that oftentimes waters symbolize chaos. Yes. You know, everything is out of control. Our God is a God of order and power, and he can He can conquer that chaos. And so what I find fascinating is, and, and to your point, thinking about God's power and his mighty deeds, obviously Asaph is coming from a place of chaos and where is God. Yeah. But particularly the mighty deeds he thinks of is God is always able to bring order. Yes, Onto chaos. Yes. That's something mighty he does. And even the specific instance, man, he parted waters of a Red Sea. Yeah. For Moses and Aaron. Talking about this imagery, I think one of the things that very difficult for us is in these three verses, it's almost like he brings three things together all in the same picture. Mm. We, we've got the parting of the Red Sea, yeah. the floodwaters, yeah. and then Mount Sinai. And, it, and it's it's almost like as he looks back through his historical telescope, he's he's like seeing on these mountaintops of God being involved mm-hmm. in history mm-hmm. and he sees those three things almost in the exact same picture. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's, and mm-hmm. again, if you can, you Starts can almost overlaying. see it. Yeah. If you, if you can see him like taking a telescope, looking back through history and there's these three peaks, but from his perspective, yeah, they're all overlaid. Yeah. And so you have the picture of the Red Sea being parted. You've got the picture of all the lightning flashing and the fire on Mount yeah. Sinai. Yeah. And you've got a picture of, of the rains falling and the collapsing, and, and, and all that power of yeah. God all taking place. But again, what's happened? He's moved from, you know, I remember all the good times I used to have to, you know what, what I'm remembering now is all the good work you've done. The mighty deeds God's done. And, it, and it's yeah. that shift. And as I move away from thinking about me and my feelings, one of the things I, I've, I've been learning lately yeah, that's is that, you know, we're in a culture that one of the most important questions we ask today is, and, and how did that make you feel? <laughs> and and what's being discovered and realized is the more I focus on my feelings, the more my feelings don't measure up. So the more miserable I feel. Mm. And it, it, I'm not saying ignore our feelings. We need to. God gave us our feelings for a reason. But but the more I become fixated on my own feelings, the more yeah. miserable I'm going to become. Yeah. And that's what we see here in Psalm 77. In the first half, fixated on personal feelings misery. Yeah. But fixated upon God and God's work and God's power, now there's courage and confidence and conviction. And what mm. a powerful shift for me to make and for us to make. All right. Well, we probably should go ahead and wrap well, up. Well, I was just going to say, so on this Valentine's Day, don't think about yourself. <laughs> think about your spouse. Think about your spouse. And think about the great things God has done. Think That's about right. God. That's right. That's exactly right. Think about others. Think about God. Think about those things. And uh, it'll be a great day. Yeah. Yeah. 
God in heaven, thank you so much because you are powerful. You are mighty. I look back and realize that there was a day when your son hung on the cross and he died and they buried him in the ground. But then on the third day, he arose. And what a great, amazing power that was. And I am in awe and thankful. And so, Lord God, that's what I want to remember. That's what I want to meditate. Help us to think about that because it's through him that we offer these prayers. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.